coming up, we're going to talk about and give away our favorite things from 2014. And we'll be talking with Brent Davies, cruise director on board the Disney Magic. We're also going to have a chat with Disney legend Jody Benson. All that coming up next. From the Disney Magic and Podcast Cruise 5.0, this is the Diz Unplugged. to the show, coming to you from the Disney Magic. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Jenny Lynn Knopp, host of the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, Tom Bell, Mr. Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and of course, the genius, John Magi. Back at the production table, our producer Dustin West, along with associate producer Craig Williams. We would have loved to have the entire team up here, but as you can see just from how we're set up, we would have been all the way, all the way over. It would have been too much. So I um, want to make sure we give big shout-outs to Teresa Eccles. <laughs> Kathy Whirling. Julie Martin. There she is. And we also have members, the members of the uh, Disneyland team here with us. Tony Spatel, where are you? There he is. Nancy Johnson. Mary Jo Willie. And of course, Michael Bowling. So really happy to have everybody here. We hope you have enjoyed your week. I know I certainly have. Uh, we do have a couple of things that we want to just mention quickly in, in housekeeping. Um, last week, I announced that uh, Teresa and Jenny Lynn were going to have uh, their own show starting uh, in January. I can tell you now that will start January 7th, and it's going to be called The Trip <laughs> with Teresa and Jenny Lynn. So January 7th, 1 p.m. live, as we, uh, as we do. Um, that's a Wednesday. And that Thursday will be the start of the new version of the Universal Show, hosted by Craig Williams. Yeah. Julie Martin, Jenny Lynn Knopp, and a new member to the Universal team, Ryan, uh, Rhino Clavin, uh, will be on that show. So that will be Thursday, January 8th. Those are weekly shows. And uh, very, very excited about them. I uh, also want to remind everybody, uh, anything that we talk about in our show can be found on our show notes page, disunplugged.com. So, I, I know John has some thank yous he wants to get out, but I have some thank yous first. Um, <laughs> well, I want to make sure, you know, this, this year in particular has been a very uh, busy year with some of our trips. Of course, we had our... Uh, amazing Adventures by Disney uh, Viva Italia trip that was custom designed by the one and only Kevin Close. Um, it was an amazing, amazing trip. And of course, the work that went into putting on uh, this cruise. Uh, these things do not organize themselves, and the amount of work 
that has been put in uh, is amazing. So I want to say very special thank you to Tracy Heinrichs from Dreams Unlimited. Who managed all the, all your reservations and all your changes and all your issues? Uh, did an amazing job with that. Um, Kathleen Bobbitt, John's assistant, uh, is incredible. I don't know where she is. There she is. Did incredible, and of course, the work Kevin does and always does um, uh, amazing. But we really, really need to thank John. You know, it's, 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 it's awesome to see his creativity come out in these, in these events in particular. Uh, nobody throws a party like John does. Nobody throws a party like John does. So I just want you to know I'm very grateful Thank for the work you, you put in. Really. Appreciate that. Oh, we have a tippy table. Thank Sugar. You. Sugar. <laughs> Don't explain that. <laughs> Somebody's had sugar packets, and they've been putting them under the table to keep them from wobbling. So all morning I've been screaming, Sugar. <laughs> so what, what's that? Maybe a sweet and low would work better. <laughs> Aw. But I know you have some thank yous. That you want to... Uh... Thank you, Pete. I appreciate that acknowledgement very much. We have a couple of folks who uh, stepped up and volunteered during this cruise to help out. Pretty much uh, any time we asked them to do anything, they were huge help to us and helped us expedite a lot of our events. I want to thank uh, very good friends of Kevin and I, Keith and Kathy Dahlgren. Yay! Right in the back. Keith took all of your pictures during the Jody Benson autograph signing, and Kathy helped organize our lines. I appreciate that very much. Uh, also, a big thank you to Katie Whirling, Kathy's daughter. Yay. Again, Katie took pictures, but she is the person who just, you know, please help me do this, and she runs off and does it, and no questions asked. Um, to the members of our Disneyland podcast team, uh, anytime I ask you guys to help me with anything, uh, watch, looking for credentials or organizing anything, you guys stepped up. Very, very excited that you were able, be able to be here and help us. Thank you guys very much for all the help that you gave us. And Pete stole my thunder a little bit because I was going to save uh, the, the two that he mentioned for last. Um, two people that I could not have done this without. There's no question about it. Uh, Tracy Heinrichs, we mentioned earlier. Again, More applause for Tracy. Um, in addition to that, Tracy also helped with organizing the events and getting everything in place. And, of course, Kathleen Bobbitt. And, again, these are two folks who what I would say to them was, let's see if we could all hang off the side of the bo- boat. And they <laughs> ship. go, short off the side of the ship. And they go, yeah, let's try that. And then we come back and we figure out something else we can do. Something else we can do. Something else we can do. So uh, they worked very, very hard for me, and I worked. They worked very, very hard for all of you. So thank you both very much for all the hard work. Well, I think there's one more person we have to thank. Uh, he is our coordinator for these groups on board the ship. Uh, from Disney Cruise Line. He's become a very good friend, great guy, David Gadsden from Disney Cruise Line. Thank you so much. And I also, uh, another person from Disney that has been incredibly helpful this trip is our new district sales manager from, uh, for Dreams Unlimited, Jack Sharp. 
who, who we now refer to as Sugar. He's the one running around with the sugar packets, and we're calling him Sugar Sharp. He's so happy I'm saying that on camera. That yes. Tens of thousands of people are going to watch this. Um, all right. Um, now that we got the housekeeping out of the way, just want to spend a few minutes talking about uh, the cruise so far and what our favorite things of this cruise have been. So I, I got to tell you something. Um, Jamaica, that port, how gorgeous is that port? I, I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable going out and saying, because I've, I've, I've done a little shopping in the Caribbean. A little bit. Best shopping port in the Caribbean. It's honestly, it's so not crazy and crowded and you don't have people running into you when you don't have people oh, come on into my shop uh, real uh, real aggressive with the pricing too I mean you know these guys are competing for business and they're really willing to work with you a lot more than I've seen in a lot of other islands lately um, so I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Jamaica and you don't have to go anywhere I mean I know the people that did excursions came back and said they were amazing um, but for me I'm, I was just real happy to stay stay in that port do some shopping. I know you guys did some damage a yesterday. Bit. A little bit. Kevin got a bauble. <laughs> I had red stripe. You had red stripe? <laughs> yeah, they'll liquor you up. They'll liquor you up if you're shopping. So. I can tell you what my favorite thing was on this cruise. First of all, first of all, you're out of order. Uh, well, he, he did. No. Uh, he made eye contact. One of the things that I like are the unplanned moments. We've had a couple of lunches and a couple of places where we sat down, and you get to know the people who listen to our show who feel like they know us, and you get to know about their lives. I really enjoy that. And it's hard to do that on a grand scale, so it's one of those things that just happens sort of organically. I just don't like when they make eye contact. Really? (laughs) My other favorite thing was we went to see Big Hero 6 last night, and I loved it. I thought it was great. However, we sat in the back of the, the theater, Kathy and John and I, and my favorite thing was I couldn't see the kids but you could tell how much they were enjoying it. Yeah. The giggles and the laughter, it made the movie even more enjoyable because things that, as an adult, I didn't find that amusing, I found amusing because they were giggling so bad. So that was my favorite thing. Um, something else I want to mention. Anybody else notice how much better the food on deck has gotten? I'm really, I've been really enjoying um, eating up on deck. We've actually skipped dinner a couple times and just hung out up there and gotten like hot dogs and sandwiches and things like that. Really good job on the food upstairs. My son's addicted to the shawarma. Yeah, I'd never heard of that before this cruise, shawarma. I think it tastes like mulch. (laughs) (laughs) He adds a lot of barbecue sauce. The F&B manager's right back there. I'll help you. What about you, I've really enjoyed um, the ports. Um, I haven't had much travel experience before working for Dream, so that's been really exciting for me to get to see new places and um, do some shopping. I got Rasta hair in Jamaica. That was kind of cool for me. Um, I also really liked... Like Kevin was mentioning, getting to know all of you guys here, the, the few that I've had um, conversations with have been, that's been really special and meaningful to me as the newest member of the team. Most of you I'm still unfamiliar with, but um, 
I've really loved talking uh, to the few of you that have come over to talk to me. That's been great. And it's been really nice. I love dinner. And my, my table is wonderful. She doesn't have dinner at home. Uh, well, I have, children. I have, I have dinner with three children. No, I have, I have dinner with three children, so it's kind of nice to have adult conversation and we can laugh about stuff. It's really great. Didn't you sit with Teresa? <laughs> no adult conversation at that table. No, she just popped up. <laughs> How about you, Tom? I'm going to say it for her. What the crap? <laughs> How about you, Tom? Well, just echo what Kevin and Jane said, just running into people in the hallway. Hey, Tom, nice to meet you. I don't know who you are, but hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> and, and, you know, that people actually listen to you when you're talking. Um, but the other thing I want to talk about is the short surgery we did in Grand Cayman. Uh, when we were on the fantasy with Jenny Lynn accidentally in, Ju- in July, we did the sea trek in St. Thomas, St. John, where it's the helmet, di- helmet and you walk around the bottom of the ocean. And we really liked it. So, of course, I waited too long. There's only like 10 people on any, each excursion and couldn't get it pre- pre-cruise. So I went down to Port Adventures and they're like, well, they just opened up one more excursion. We'll put you on it. You may not go because it won't reach the minimum. So two days ago when we went down there, check in, no problem. It was the two of us on the excursion. Wow. Wow. So West and I got a private boat out to the boat out in there, and we were going down on the bottom of the ocean walking around. and That's It was cool really, experience. really cool. Yeah. And I would be remiss, of course, if I didn't mention karaoke last night. Thank you. <laughs> How about you, Corey? There are no pictures, are there? Just oh, video. I hope there's a video. Uh, Is there video? Yeah. Post it on Facebook. I, I want it. it. <laughs> on Facebook. I'll share it. <laughs> on the Diz Facebook page. Okay. How about you, Corey? I think we can all agree that, you know, the, uh, the highlight is, you know, traveling with um, all of you guys. It's, it really is a blast. And just, you know, run into everybody everywhere, even, um, like in the ports and the clubs and stuff like that. But I think I have a lot of uh, highlights this cruise, uh, mainly because the kids are old enough to go into the kids' club. It's very convenient and free. The nursery was not. So that's... Uh, <laughs> So it's really cool to be able to, uh, to drop them off and we can go do our, our thing and then pick them up and they're really excited to see us. The kids, I think, what their favorite thing was uh, also Big Hero 6. That was really cool to see that last night. We didn't see 3D. We did it in the Buena Vista. Um, I know Julie's favorite thing is Census Spa. She went and got a scrub. And, and our... our <laughs> and our dining room uh, hosts have been incredible. The, I told them the, the first night at dessert that I don't do dessert. I like escargot. So they have been bringing me escargot every night for appetizer and desserts. So I'm on 16 orders right now. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's a highlight. Don't applaud that. <laughs> one of weird. One of my favorite things. One of my favorite things was absolutely seeing Corey last night with Guy Liner on. Oh yes, it was Pirate Night. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about what Pirate is, but <laughs> <laughs> there are different types of pirates. I have another one. I have another favorite thing. Going to keep it clean. I'm going to keep it clean. I'm going to speak for everybody here. Was one of the highlights Jody Benson and her family? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. 
You know, and, you know, we, we had uh, Jody uh, on Podcast Cruise. Was it Podcast Cruise 3 or 2? And They know. Oh. Like I said, they just roll me out for parties. Um, and, of course, it was, I mean, that was amazing. I remember the reaction everyone had to that. What was so cool was to see that same reaction after this performance this year uh, on this cruise. Um, especially from the people who had seen Jody before. Whole different experience. Absolutely amazing. We're going to definitely talk more about that when we have Jody on in a little while, but I agree with you. The addition of her family was spectacular. Oh. <laughs> awful lot of talent in that family there was an awful lot of talent in that family that really was spectacular but we'll talk more about that in a little bit um, how about you John? well I guess I have to sort of add to my favorite thing because everybody up here was so nice meeting all of you, talking to all of you, blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing too <laughs> we have Kevin and I, have, I wouldn't say this is my favorite thing Kevin and I have a very nice stateroom we have a category T stateroom it suits our needs very nicely uh, has a walk-in shower for Kevin because we all know he's prone to falling down. And we, <laughs> it's just a beautiful stateroom. It is. Very nice stateroom. Nice, very nice. However, when we first got there, I'm going to go into a little bit of TMI for all of you. Our bed was very low to the ground, like six inches off the ground. And Kevin said, I am not going to be able to get on and off that bed. So we asked our stateroom attendant, Pa, who's very sweet to please adjust our bed. And usually they bring out these little risers that they put under the corners of the bed, and that brings the bed up. Well, apparently Pod drug up a second mattress from somewhere. <laughs> Reserve mattress storage that they, have on the, that they have on the ship, which is great. Now, the bed is a really great height, and it's excellent for Kevin getting off, on and off the bed. However, it's created the physical dynamic of sleeping on a bouncy castle. <laughs> Anybody else visualizing this? Right? <laughs> you, you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> when one of us moves, the other one's up in the air. <laughs> so, not my favorite thing, but probably my most memorable thing. From this it's very Princess and the Pea. I was going to say the same. I was going to say that. One of my most memorable moments was Mexico because I've always wanted to go to Mexico from the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot. And I always wanted to visit that country. Was it just like that? It was a little bit different. Especially, <laughs> especially when that one man grabbed my arm and tried to pull me in his store and asked me to give him a Mexican minute. I was like, oh. Um, maybe next time. Got to get back on the boat. There are different types of pirates. <laughs> All right. Well, next uh, we want to introduce a man whose voice should be very familiar to you. He is the cruise director on board the Disney Magic. His name is Brent Davies. Brent, come on up. I don't think I'm going to recognize him without the bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> Or, or usually when I hear his voice followed by that, there is this very, very, very loud noise on deck. Oh, look, you put a little toy. <laughs> I did. I, uh, I bought you a present. Wow. This is for you. And I got something else for you as well, because I understand it's uh, your birthday. Happy birthday! Uh, <laughs> Not 
today, tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. 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 Yeah. Oh, thank you. You know, I, I'm not kidding. Never gotten one of these. Oh, really? Oh. Never gotten one of these. So that's very cool. You never had an office. That's the, Talk amongst yourselves. That's the last one we have on the ship. <laughs> so, Brent, now you are you're from Australia, right? Correct. Where in Australia? A Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne. The, yes. I haven't gotten out there yet. I was beautiful in the, city. Did the Adventures by Disney uh, Discovery Down Under a few years ago? Oh, just fell in love with Australia. Yeah. Beautiful country. I get home uh, at least once a year. My wife is South African. I have so many familiar faces out here who uh, know me and my wife. My wife used to work on the ship as well uh, before we had uh, started a family and had children. Uh, we get back to Australia and it's, it's, everyone loves going home, so I'm no different. I love home. I love seeing my family and friends. But Australia, make sure you get there. Hopefully we go one day on a cruise ship. So. Oh, that would be... Well, John and Kevin just did... Uh... Back in April, you guys did a sailing out of Sydney. I didn't know you were going to talk to me again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that image, I can't get out of my head either. But anyway, we were in Sydney for exactly 24 hours. It was great. We loved it. (laughs) For a day. For a day. (laughs) And then sailed the South Pacific. We did stay in the same building that Nicole Kidman has an apartment. That's my claim to fame. They say that about all the buildings in Sydney to the tourists. (laughs) Say that right See this ramshackled shack? Uh, Nicole Kidman stays. So tell me a little bit about uh, about your job in terms of like how long have you been in the cruise industry? How long have you been with Disney? Fifteen years uh, this year, all with Disney Cruise Line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started fifteen years ago on the Disney Magic. Um, I started in youth activities as a youth activities counselor, uh, taking care of the children. Uh, so I thought I'd come away for six months. And 15 years later, I'm still here. You're still here. <laughs> Fell in love with the business, the company. Uh, I think I joined right at the right time as well. Um, I was in my mid-20s when I started, and I was sort of between going back to university. Um, I'd applied for another degree after working for five years after leaving. And I thought, you know, I'm going to travel around for eight months or so before I head back to university. And then never went back and did that second degree. And there was just so many opportunities at Disney at that time. The Disney Wonder came out shortly after I started on the Disney Magic. So... I started in youth activities, and then after four months, uh, we started the crew staff team. We didn't have crew staff in the very beginning, so we started the adult and um, family programs. We didn't have much of that in the beginning, so I was crew staff. Then I came back on my next contract, and then I was the uh, Port Adventures manager on my second contract, and I did that for eight months, and I left, and then I came back, and I was the assistant cruise director. So my, my job progression happened fairly quickly. I don't know if I would have stayed much longer if it didn't happen that way, but I saw great opportunities with the skill set I'd had from before I joined, and the company afforded me those opportunities. What was your background coming in, and what were you studying in in college? Yeah, I did, uh, what in Australia we call it human movement and sports science. Uh, The equivalent degree here, I think they call it now kinesiology. Uh, So I did a lot of the uh, biomechanics and physiology. I thought I was going to move into sports coaching um, or sports development, uh, something like that. And then I majored at university in uh, management and marketing. Um, And then I did a minor in outdoor recreation. So then I sort of pursued that career as soon as I left university um, into education, experiential learning, uh, with Outward Bound through a lot of the national parks throughout Australia. Then I moved into resorts. Opened up a business with a friend as well, uh, doing corporate training mm-hmm. and team building. Um, and then I moved uh, into local government doing some um, event planning. And then I thought, you know, I, I applied to go back and do psychology. <laughs> I've got a degree in psychology, but I'm working on a ship, I can tell you. But anyway, <laughs> uh, 
I could write a thesis tomorrow. Uh, so my background was more sport, recreation, event management, and then I've added on to that since being here with the whole entertainment thing that apparently we do. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, kind of take me through a regular day uh, in the life of a cruise director. I mean, something most of us don't get a chance to experience. When does your day start and what does it look like? I'm an early riser, so I, I generally come in around about 6.30, 7 o'clock. Um, it's usually paperwork in the morning, uh, looking at uh, either the next day or the next two days, um, whether it's uh, the next uh, week as well. Um, I'm lucky enough as well that I've been here so long I get extra projects to do as well. Uh, so I certainly look at uh, different things that are on the horizon for next year's itineraries and so forth, get given the task to have a look at Anything some of you those. want to share that hasn't been released? Every, everything I know has been released. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> no, they, they, they tell me last because they know I'd tell everybody. So uh, <laughs> they don't trust the guy with the microphone. So, yeah. Um, and then we, because my team is 150 on this ship, um, then there's a lot of uh, back-of-house work as well. There, there really is a lot of administration to the cruise director job that a lot of people don't see. So I typically get that done before everyone gets up to go to breakfast and start the events and activities. Then generally around mid-morning, I'm up in the youth activities area uh, watching our entertainment hosts up there present one of the programs and providing feedback uh, to the technicians and the hosts up there on how those programs run. Uh, then it's lunchtime, then we move into our afternoon events and typically I'll hit one of the family events around the ship uh, then small break in the afternoon and then back in the evening for the shows, touching base with the theatre cast, uh, technical production manager, introducing the shows, do a couple of announcements here and there, uh, more paperwork in between, uh, that as well. Um, and then enjoy... I, my most enjoyable is probably after the second show and just coming out to watch and enjoy everybody having fun through the evening. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, a, that's a standard day. So how many hours? How many hours a year? Uh, about 14 hours a day. I think I work, yeah. How do you do that? Well, wait a second, I do it too. No, yeah, yeah. not like that. I, I get to like sit and drink coffee and sit behind a computer. You're, that's why you're so skinny here. Yeah. Around the ship. I put on weight when I'm at home, and then when I get on the ship, I tend to walk the stairs a lot. The first couple of weeks when you get back, I, I hope no one talks to me as I get to the top deck because I'm out of breath. <laughs> they start calling medical, and yeah, but anyway. Um, no, I. It's the enjoyment that I see in everybody, and I think just the energy that Disney Cruise Line creates uh, with the families and the children, that's what keeps me up. And then if you are having a day like anybody where you're a little bit low on energy, I find myself gravitating to the youth activities area, and you only need to stand even at the entrance for five minutes. They're <laughs> like, okay, I'm in a good mood again. Yeah. So, um, Have so your I children think, been on it yet? Uh, they have. Um, we have a three-and-a-half-year-old and a 15-month-old, um, so my family travels with me most of the time. Uh, my three-and-a-half-year-old calls this um, Papa's ship. Uh, so I don't know how to break it to him that I don't actually own it, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll let that go on for a few more years. Yeah, he thinks I'm really cool right now. So, yeah. <laughs> the, the first afternoon, West and Michael come up to us and say, yeah, we got into the edge early, and they, the, the guy that let us in tell him, told, said that, you know, if anybody asks why you're in there, just tell them the cruise director let you in. I'm like, yeah, sure he did. <laughs> then I, it was really you, though, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I thought it might have been Andy from the the Fathoms or something, but yeah, no, it was me. Yeah, I sometimes throw my name around. <laughs> uh, well, speaking about working with kids on the ship, it's not just on the ship. Uh, I, I, I'm to understand that while we were in, I believe. 
it was Cosmel Engren came in, mm-hmm. um, that you took a team off the ship into a children's hospital. Yeah, I think that's one of the really great things. I think it's one of the things that's kept me here at Disney um, is that the core values that they have as a company are also translate into my personal life and family life as well. And it's really great to work for a company that dedicates the time to give back to the communities we visit on the ship. Uh, Disney as a company do amazing volunteer hours uh, that they give back and you bank through uh, the company as well. But when we, we're able to give back to the communities as well. So on these maritime cruises that we have, not only do we have the theming around the ship, but we also go out and visit the ports of call. So we work with um, special needs schools and community groups to take some of the characters out into the ports of call with our volunteers. So we did that this particular cruise and we did visit some of those schools in Grand Cayman and uh, Cozumel, which was fantastic. Awesome. So, And I noticed, uh, I believe it was, w- it was when we were in Cozumel, um, part of that team was getting ready to get off the ship, and they were so excited. You could just tell how pumped they were to do this. This wasn't like, you know, oh, well, we've got to go out and do this. They were so excited to go out and do that, and I, I, I just can't imagine what kind of impact that has not just on the community that you're going into, but also on the, the cast members. Um, being able to kind of bring that and see that, that response from, uh, from kids in the community. Yeah, we're, we're in a lucky position where our crew members are asking for more and more volunteer events rather than the other. It's, it's incredible. They really do want to give back their time. Uh, we have an amazing crew on board, and uh, they, they all work at least 10 hours a day, but they're always willing to give back. They visit these ports, of course, it's a second home for many of them as we visit their ports. They have their favourite restaurant, their favourite coffee shop. Uh, they meet locals as well, so they really enjoy giving back as well. And we're never short of volunteers. We often have to say, well, can you go on the next one because the facility we're going to doesn't nice have problem enough. To have. That's a really great problem to have. So they, they, they love giving back. They really do. Well, it's something else I wanted to mention that... I thought it was really, really cool. Um, was talking to a few crew members, but one in particular, G. Wayne, uh, up in the uh, works up at the adult pool. Great guy, great guy from Jamaica. So I asked him, you know, when you're here, do you get to go off the ship and visit your family? And he said, you know, uh, I was a couple weeks ago when they were here because this is only the second time the Magic has been to Jamaica. Yes, and my first time. So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so he he was able to the last time, but because they had a crew drill yesterday. It kind of made it too difficult for him to do that. Disney let his family come on the ship and spend the afternoon, his fiance and his seven-month-old daughter. I thought that was so cool. Um, you know, and I guess, I guess that's, you know, finding, finding those ways to keep that morale. It's, it's tough work. I think anybody with half a brain can imagine how difficult it must be 14 hours a day, seven days a week, Running, you know, we'll see it on Castaway Key too. The guys and the girls that we've seen at the bars and in the restaurants taking care of us are out there serving food, serving drinks, uh, working the island. It's a it's a lot of work for these guys, and um, kind of keeping that morale up must be, you know, it must be a challenge. Yeah, and I think um, one of the reasons that we have such uh, great retention amongst our crew is not just the mood that all of you, the guests, create here on board. It's a really great place to live and work. 
but it is that family values that translates not just from our guests, but that we put back into the crew as well. Um, allowing people to have visitors on board. Uh, some of us officers are lucky enough to have single cabins on board the ship as well. Our family policy, I think, is the most generous across the cruise industry as well. So my wife and children can sail with me or friends and family sail with me. My parents came out and sailed when we were in the Mediterranean That's earlier awesome. on this season. So it's, it really is incredible. And day visits, whether we're in the US or one of these ports, and to have these Jamaican crew who are such great crew members have their family come on, it's really special for them after so many years they haven't been able to make it to the US and they see where mum or dad work, right. or cousin or auntie or uncle. It's like, this is what you've been talking about. So And actually get on and see it. It really is a special feeling for the crew. That's awesome. That's awesome. Anyone have some questions for Brent? I do. Um, Disney, like any other company, creates fans. We could tell it just by the people yeah. that are sitting in this well. audience. One of the things that we hear all the time is, or we see on the boards is, who's your cruise director? Is it Brent? Are you on with Brent? Oh my God, Brent's great. Brent, Brent. How do you guys deal with that? Is that something that's unusual for you, or do you take it in stride and say, this is just how it is, or do you go home and go, people are nuts? <laughs> Let me guess how he's going to answer yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, I've, been, I've been lucky enough to be cruise director now for 10 years. Um, I've got to be honest, after I, the first couple of years, some, some people are just overbearing. Um, I found s- some of it... Cover your ears. Um, no one here. Yeah. None so, of you. He's not talking about you. Are you sure? It takes, uh, it takes a little while to get used to that attention because as soon as you get off the ship, there's none there. Um, exactly. So it's, it's a false sense of... Um, adoration, I guess, as well. Okay, so you have a profile in the ship, but when I go home, and I'm still Brent, I'm still a dad, I'm still a husband, I'm still a brother, but here it's like everyone wants to talk to me, and I'm going through it again now that my children see me not talk to them while I'm talking to somebody else, because I'm at work, and they're in my workplace. So that's another adjustment for me as well. Um, but I have to tell you, the large majority of guests are so respectful of me, my family, of the crew members. Um, so it it does take a little bit of getting used to. I'm used to it now, but I think the biggest thing is when you get off the ship and you don't know maybe a bartender or you don't... And that's the best feeling coming back as a crew member as well. It's not just the guests who recognise you, but the crew as well. Right. Hi, Brent. How was your holiday? How's the family? And I was off these ships doing the dream and fantasy for several years and I came back and people were like, oh, so did you just take a two-month break? Like, <laughs> time sort of didn't exist right. and welcome back. It's, it's a huge family amongst the guests and the crew. So the benefits far outweigh the adjustments that I have to make as well. I know for a fact you have a huge following. Huge. Oh. The boards, everyone asks about Brent. How is he? So. Yeah, well, I mean, you are, you know, the cruise director, uh, you know, in a lot of ways is the voice and the face of the cruise line to the guests. You know, you know you're the one we hear the most, yeah. uh, see the most, you're out there at all the different events and activities. Um, and yeah, I mean, cruise directors have, I mean, they have real fan followings. Yeah. And so, you know. And great accents, too. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of cruise directors with a Louisiana accent. You know, it just, just doesn't happen. I have a question. It's in the job description. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, as a cruise director, what itinerary do you prefer? What's your favorite itinerary? Which other, whichever one I'm on right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been lucky enough. I've been now with the company, as I said, 15 years, cruise director for 10 years. So I've done pretty much every itinerary we've done. I feel so very, very lucky uh, to have done that. I have favorite ports around the world, I think. 
Um, but I just, I absolutely love Europe. I, I think yeah. Italy is my second favorite country. Yeah. Um, Yay, it's just, um, just the rich culture and history in the Mediterranean when we go over there. Um, I enjoyed a great season over there through the Greek Isles as well, just now this past season. Uh, looking forward to going back to the Baltic. I was lucky enough to do most of the Baltic cruises last time. And Norwegian fjords, I've been to Norway before, but I've never cruised there, so really looking forward to that. So I, I don't know, I just I love experiencing new things. So I don't have a favourite itinerary. I have favourite countries and favourite ports, I think. So, yeah. All right, well, Brent, I know you've got a lot to do today. No, nothing. I really have... I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love to stay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming and talking with us. Brent Davies, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So our next guest is a Disney legend. I think most of you know who she is. Nominated for a Tony Award for her work on Broadway and Crazy for You, and the voice of Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up, Jody Benson. Do you want me to teach you how to work a microphone? <laughs> It's her first time. the right way to hold it. Look at there's a little Mickey. How cute is that? Hi. Hey. It's awesome. This awesome is to great. Be here. This is yeah, great. Great so to have fun. you again. Thank you. Um, like I said uh, before, the performance you gave Monday was spectacular. Well, it was my family. I had to drag them. <laughs> For those... I had to drag them. To do it well, but I think they're happy that they did. I know, I know. They I, got a great reception. It was, it was a, it was like a kind of a last minute thing, you know, because I thought, well, I know a lot of you guys and gals, and you've heard me sing, the old lady sing over and over again, and I thought we need to kind of spice it up. So it was really last minute that I that I emailed John, and I just let him have complete, you know, creative decision about it. I said, what do you think about, you know, dot dot dot. And I think I pushed send, and reply came, like, in 45 seconds. I was like, oh, that was really fast. Wow. <laughs> yes, in all caps, with, like, six Yes, yes. <laughs> and, um, and I know that they were a little bit leery, you know, like, uh, is this going to be, like, one of those bad American Idol? Uh, <laughs> you know those bad American Idol tryout things where the parents think their children are brilliant? <laughs> My child's the best. And... You know, and then they're they're tone deaf, so they didn't really question like, is this gonna be this is gonna be disaster? What is this gonna be? So basically, it was just kind of like talking to the kids about it just a few weeks before, like, what do you think? And I said, and and they were like, oh yeah, I know. How many people? I'm kind of scared, and I don't know if I can do it. I said, I will pay you. <laughs> Mommy will hire you. <laughs> so the last one was the hubby. And here's my husband. He's so sweet. He's like, you know what, honey? They're just here to see you. And, like, if you bring me, then they're going to think that it's cheesy and, like, that I need to be in the spotlight and I, it's all about me. I was like, they're not going to think that at all, honey, please. He's like, no, let's just do the kids. So it literally it was two days before that he came up to me and said, 
do you want me to do this? And I said, I really want you to do this for me. Just, can you, okay, okay, I'll do it. So it was like pulling teeth to get, to get my family to <laughs> well, do this. Well, but you're the, you're, you're, you're the, you're the star in the no. family right now, but I didn't, I didn't realize the career your husband had on oh, Broadway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And so, you know, it's one of those things where when he got up, you know, when Kevin first told me that he was going to do Bring Him Home from Les Mis, that's a big song. When he told me that during rehearsal, I was embarrassed. I I blurted out, can you do that? (laughs) (laughs) And the answer to that question was a resounding yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Now, for those... For those who are, are not here and who are watching, um, during Jody's performance, uh, her son, her daughter, and her husband all came out and performed, uh, performed for us. And it was absolutely amazing. Now, we're not going to be including a video of your, of your kids at your request and completely understand, but we do have a little video montage of that performance that we want to show you guys. So we're going to cut for a second and go to that. Hello. On behalf of the entire team, I want to welcome you to Podcast Cruise 5. I I can't believe we have done five of these. Wow, that spot. I don't know how she does it. Um, We are really, really thrilled that you are all here. Uh, This is a special cruise for me. My 50th birthday coming up. But the thing I have been looking so forward to is our guest this afternoon. She is a Disney legend who gave voice to Barbie in Toy Stories 2 and 3. She is a Tony-nominated actress for her role as Polly Baker in the Broadway musical Crazy for You. But you know her best as the voice of The Little Mermaid. Ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Jody Benson. I gotta get going. Okay. I take my time? Pete's like, you take your time. (laughs) Yeah, Pete, I take my time. I got my people. My people, you got people? What? You're gonna work with me? I'm gonna work with you. (laughs) Madeline, you put up with that. 
That's your baby boy. He's spicy. He's a spicy boy. Okay. I better get out of this voice because I'm not going to be able to sink. Okay. to please welcome to the stage my best friend and my husband for life, my forever friend, Mr. Ray Benson. You can
was an amazing, an amazing performance. Well, it was, it was so much fun for me because, you know, I, uh, I've been doing this for a really long time, and um, I love to sing, no doubt about it. But sometimes, no. <laughs> but sometimes, I just want to change things up a little bit, and I kind of like to to sit back and and enjoy somebody else. So for me to to sing uh, when she loved me and and to just stare at my son playing the piano for me was just like pure joy. And so I got to Not just sort of a dry eye in the yeah, house. I mean, it's just, and I know it's kind of a weird song because like when she loved me and I'm staring at my son, you know, that's kind of like, when she loved me, even though you're my son, I love you. <laughs> you know, and I thought about, well, that's kind of a weird lyric to be staring at him, but I just was enjoying listening to him play. And then to get my daughter, cause she's like, I was like, honey, would you sing a song? She goes, I'm not doing solo. I'm not going to sing a solo. I'll sing with you, mommy. And I'm like, what, what are we going to sing together? It's not like we can do a whole new world. That'll be weird, you know? <laughs> Two girls singing a whole new world. We can't really do part of your world because that's kind of weird. And it's kind of, sort of my song. <laughs> although, although, when she was, um, I brought her up on stage one time when she was like four. I was doing a symphony concert. And I brought her up and she had a cute little, you know, poofy pink dress on. And I brought her up on stage, and I held the mic down. I was like, would you like to sing a little bit of Party Your World? Well, I, excuse me. She just grabbed that mic, and she just started singing. And I was like, oh, 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 that's interesting. And the audience was like, oh. And then afterwards, I was like, so what do you want to be when you grow up, honey? And she looked up, and she said, when you die, I'm going to be Ariel. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. I was like, oh, okay. Kind of creepy, but sweet. Well, you know, one of the things that, um, that, that really stayed with me after uh, that particular performance, you with, with your daughter. Oh, yes, was, we sang Let It Go, by the way. Let Sorry It Go for the from people. Frozen. That was my daughter's uh, selection, and we broke it down. She broke it down. She actually organized, Mommy, I'm going to sing this because that's where I sound good. <laughs> and Mommy, you sing that because I can't sing that. So it was all about what was best for her, <laughs> basically. No, that's, it was awesome. It was awesome. Well, one of the things I, I really walked away from that performance was when she first came out, I could yeah. see how nervous she was. Yeah. And then about a quarter of the way through the song, she got that response from the audience, that applause. And you can just see the confidence come out in her it was so awesome the button was pushed and you know she had to do the show barefoot because we were rocking and rolling in that day and she had bought some real cute little $12 shoes but they were this high so she's like mommy I'm kicking off the shoes I was like you go girl but a priceless priceless moment I shared it with the audience but I want to share it with the viewers was after the song she we just grabbed each other and just hugged each other and she whispered in my ear this was totally awesome, Mom. Thank you so much. The best moment of my life. Aww. And it was precious. And she meant it. She meant it. So it's neat that you guys are part of pushing the button 
and turning on the light in her little heart because I think this kind of started something for her. So we'll see where, oh, that's where awesome. Delaney goes on from here. Who knows? I was sitting in between my wife and Teresa, and I look over, and they are just dripping oh, yeah. tears. Oh, yeah. I mean, y'all should have had boxes of tissues in every spot. I mean, they're, they're, they're looking all over the, spot, all over the place for, uh, like, tissues or anything to wipe their eyes with. I mean, it was something Your sleeve, else. whatever. Yeah. I was also really impressed with the job your son did. Yeah. On piano. Oh, yeah. He was especially um, one hour before he came out to me. He said, Mom, I can't do this. I just can't. He's not, I mean, he leads worship at church and plays piano, but he always feels like he's in the background uh, as one of the band members. And he doesn't like to have the attention. He doesn't, he's a little bit different than our daughter. Um, he does not <laughs> like the attention doesn't like people to be talking about him or looking at him or, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so an hour before he goes, Mom, just have Christoph do it. He can do it. I said, I know he can do it, honey. But I want you to do it because I want to be together with you as our family. I think it'll be really neat. So it was a huge uh, accomplishment for him to overcome his, you know, uncomfortable feeling of being in the spotlight. He doesn't really like that. I don't know if any of all of you know this, but just before we went on, the grand piano broke. Yeah. And, and they laid an electric keyboard over the piano keys. None of you even knew it was missing. That's how good Christoph and Jody's son McKinley are. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. It was, they were a little bit scared, <laughs> you know, because they were so looking forward to that grand that we've played on many times before. So it was a huge adjustment for Christoph, but it was an even bigger adjustment for McKinley. So I was so proud of him to overcome that. It was neat. It was, you know, it was... Uh... An amazing, an amazing day, uh, an amazing performance. Um, you know, the when you were on Podcast Cruise too, um, that performance really stayed with me. I know it stayed with I think everybody who saw it. Um, and I, it wasn't that I went into this expecting that it was just going to be the same performance. I knew you would change it up and you would, you know, do do different things. But what you put together was brilliant. Oh, good. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, I, uh, I, I can't thank you enough. Oh, I can't thank it's, you it's enough. It's our pleasure. We just, we love this group, and um, it's just so great to be hanging out with all of you guys again and all you gals again. It's just been really, really wonderful. Well, we don't, we don't get to rub shoulders with Disney legends all that often. <laughs> I would also like to thank you on behalf of everyone, the generosity of your time oh, after yeah. the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I love that. That's a highlight, you know, because a lot of you I've seen before, so I feel like we're family and we know each other. And then throughout the ship and the excursions and at the shop where Donna and her husband are at the shop every single night. (laughs) (laughs) Buying diamonds and baubles and jewels and bedazzles. She has your number, doesn't she? (laughs) And I was just like, do you live here? Do you live in the shop every single night? She goes, well, you do too, because I'm seeing you. (laughs) Well, she did a really good impression of Donna. (laughs) Um, no, it was it, it was awesome. Um, one of the things that, uh, that I wanted to talk to you about was kind of your your trajectory uh, into that Disney legend uh, a role. Um, as I mentioned, uh, you know, you had done Crazy for You on Broadway, for which you were nominated for a Tony. Um, but you also did uh, a play with uh, Howard Ashman. And why don't you talk a little bit about that and how that kind of led your, to your 
path on to uh, Little Mermaid? Well, to where I am today, this was not part of my plan at all. At all, whatsoever. My goal when I was eight years old, and I I shared it with you guys, was to be a a working actress, singing, dancing, and acting on Broadway, strictly in musicals, no voiceover. You know, back then, voiceover was at the end of your career. So if you told somebody that you were doing voiceover, they're like, oh, you're on the back end. You know, you're, you're on the outs of your career. So that was not doing cartoons. No, not a good thing. So um, my goal was to, to be in a Broadway musical. That was it. And I, I left home at 17, uh, went to college for a year, got my first professional job in the middle of my uh, sophomore year, and then left did not go back right away, but did graduate 10 years later when I was doing Crazy For You. I actually went back and, and graduated um, in person and uh, you know threw the cap thing off your head and everything. So that was really cool. But um, <laughs> just putting that out there for parents so they don't think I'm going to drop out. Um, I did graduate, did graduate just 10 years later. But uh, again, the plan was Broadway, Broadway, Broadway. That was it. And it was Howard Ashman. And Marvin Hamlish in Smile, which was an ill-fated musical that we just did our 28th anniversary live concert at uh, 54 Below in September, which was amazing to reunite this cast of 16-year-old beauty contestants who are now, you know, in their 40s and 50s. So, I just wanted to say I read an article just before I got on the ship, and Playbill magazine listed shows that did not make it on Broadway that should be returned. Mm-hmm. And one of the top shows they listed was Smile. Yeah. And they said they should only do it on Broadway if Jody Benson would come back. Oh, mm. that would be scary for me to play a 16-year-old, but you would have to sit really, really far away and squint your not eyes. That, not that and maybe not you could pretend. But yes, yeah, so it was, it was uh, because the show closed so rapidly and we all lost our jobs Howard uh, I think he really felt badly for us so he invited every girl in the cast to audition for Ariel now we didn't know what we were doing so back then it was reel to reel and and just went into a recording studio into a you know a little rehearsal studio pushed a button said here read these lines sing three lines from this song called Party Your World listen to Howard's tape and just do it exactly like him so I just kind of went to the ladies' room, came up with a voice that I thought, oh, she sounds 16, jumped back in, pushed the reel-to-reel, boom, boom, boom. They sent it off to Disney, and a year later, without our names and pictures attached to it, uh, my reel-to-reel was selected. So wow. the directors will tell you out of the 700, they don't know why they chose me. They just heard it, and they said, that's Ariel. So for me, I just know it was a gift from heaven directly sent from me to be part of this company because it's a perfect match. It's a perfect match for me and for our family to be ambassadors for the Disney company and for feature animation. And like I said, I take my job very seriously, and I, as a role model and as children of all ages that are looking at me and watching our family and how we need to represent our company, you know, it, it really is, it is my family. And when Roy, uh, Roy was alive, Roy and Patty, we were part of the family, and mm. he considered me like one of his kids. Roy and and Roy Disney was just, you know, unbelievable. Um, and I, I'd always wanted to meet his uncle. His uncle passed away when I was a little girl, so I did not get to meet him. But I felt like through Roy and his family, uh, and Roy Pat and his wonderful wife that just, you know, flew me out to honor him at an event, Roy, Roy Pat Jr., Roy's son, uh, I do feel like I'm part of the family. So it was just, I really feel like God just... Uh, planned this. It wasn't part of my plan. It was just Broadway all the way. But the, the journey that God has just like 
taking this amazing detour has been incredible. And I know now that this is my calling. You know, this is the ultimate plan, is to be here with all of you guys and the amazing children. And, uh, and I really do love kids. I think it would have been hard for them to hire an Ariel that didn't like kids, <laughs> um, didn't like people, or um, didn't like their character. Um, you know, but I love, I love all my girls. I love Lady and Barbie, and I love all the characters that I play for the company. And... Uh, so to be considered, a, you know, like I shared with you guys at the stage, uh, to be a Disney legend, when I thought the call was to release me and to retire <laughs> me, and I really be- believe that. I was sitting in my husband's office talking to my cohort, you know, my boss, Chris Montan, and was ready to get that call. I was really okay with it because it had been such a long ride. So it was, uh, just blew my mind, blew my mind to, to be uh, asked, you know, would you like to be inducted? Uh, yeah. Uh, let, me, let me get back to you. Yeah, uh, after I drop the phone. How many no's do you think they get? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and that ceremony to me was life-changing. That ceremony, I could not get through it. I had to go back to the stage manager and just say, I don't know if I can do this. I mean, you're just going to have to bear with me. I know I have a two-minute limit, but you're going to have to just bear with me here. I have a lot of people to thank. Yeah, I was lucky mm. enough to be at that ceremony. That was a Oh, you were concert. there. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. it was a I mean, life-changing. What, what were there, five or six princesses the on The four of us princesses to sing on, together, yeah. first time ever. Um, and to just have the opportunity to thank the Disney fans. And Make her bring D20 them the next time, too. Pardon? Make her bring them the next time, too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do the whole show. But it was that, that legend ceremony was life-changing. I will never forget those minutes and precious moments on stage with um, our Disney fans and being able to say thank you to everybody. Because that's, that's the reason Ariel's still alive and kicking. Right. And swimming is because of all of you. So without Ariel, I don't have a job, you know, and, and I, I, I'm, I love my Ariel. So <laughs> I do. I love her. We love her, too. We love her, too. All right. What do you say? Uh, what do you say we make a little magic and give some stuff away? Yeah. This is a tradition. Stuff. No, it's stuff. the end of the show. Everybody can go. Gadgets and gizmos. <laughs> Gadget. I've got gadgets. gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got free stuff to give away too. You want free so. things? I've got twenty. <laughs> but who cares? No big deal. I love free. It's <laughs> cool. So, what do we do? A tradition every year. Um, we do our favorite things, where uh, members of the team pick their favorite things for the year, and we give one of them away. So first, we are going to start with Jenny Lynn. What is your favorite thing for 2014? Well, my, one of my favorite things for not just 2014, but life in general, is Pottery Barn. Are there any other Pottery Barn fans out there? I'm addicted. I have two addictions. One would be Disney. The other is Pottery Barn. So um, I am going to be giving away a $100 gift certificate to Pottery Barn. Awesome. Yep. That's all right. I'm going to hand it to you. I'll take care of it. There you go. Okay, zero one four four five nine nine. I'll take it. 
you have nine, to be nine. present. You have to be present. Nine, nine. There we go. If you win, you have to come up front and talk to Kathleen. Yep, come see Kathleen if you win. She'll that get sounded your info. kind of ominous, didn't it? She's really nice. <laughs> All right. What about you, Tom? What is your favorite thing for 2014? Well, my my real favorite thing was my new Mickey tattoo, but John no, said I'm not I giving could, that away. Couldn't give away. Isn't there a tattoo parlor down from the Welcome Center? We I could, think there's one right in next Mexico. to the Welcome yeah, Center, actually. Yeah. Um, but just this last fall, I discovered the Carthay Manhattan at the Carthay Circle Lounge at. Uh, Disney California Adventure and I enjoyed way more than I should have of them and just sitting there in that beautiful space with the music and it's just it's it's an awesome experience so I think we're going to be giving away the ice sphere maker that's in the Manhattan we're going to give away the ice sphere uh, these really sphere cool this really, it ma- I it want this so bad but I have no use circle. for it Cool. It's really cool. So we're giving and, away an and maybe ice the recipe maker. for the Manhattan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're gonna do that too. All right. So that you can enjoy the experience, we're gonna give you an iTunes gift card. Is that what it is? Okay. Or are we, are we talking about? Are we talking about? Just go ahead. Okay. The iTunes gift card. <laughs> we we discussed a couple of things. iTunes gift card, so you can download the Circle Sessions, which is the music from Carthay Circle Restaurant. Oh. Awesome. All right. This is the one. This is the one. Zero one four four one four three. Four three. Got to be in it to win it, folks. Four one four three. Going. Going once. Going twice. Zero one four four one four three. No? All right, let's pick another one. Okay, another chance. you get for not coming to my show? That's what happens. I will withdraw my love and support. <laughs> These are all going to be zero one four four, so we'll just do the last three digits. Three three nine. Three three nine, really? I'm guessing the same person that had four one had it. Zero one four four three three nine. There we go. That's a lucky table back there. Yeah, what's going on at that table? Is it fixed? Is it fixed for that table back there? Spread the love around. Corey, why don't you tell us what Julie's is? Uh, Julie's is uh, Zulily. It's a it's a it's a discount website for for mom, children, and babies. Um, I thought she made it up. You don't know what it is. <laughs> She's been doing a lot of uh, a lot of the Christmas shopping on on Zulily, and there are like name brands. Uh, you get Disney, My Little Pony, and I think the list goes on and on. Am I correct? So she is giving away a gift certificate to Zulily. I think for one hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. So. <laughs> Mix them up. Julie, I'll try to get you. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Two, 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 back here. Awesome. 
tickets do you have? Oh, we sold. We we uh, we raised. Well, we raised some money for Give Kids the World. We raised eleven hundred dollars. Eleven hundred dollars for Give Kids the World. Our total for the auction, thank you, Kathy and Teresa, was forty-one that or forty-one hundred dollars and forty-one forty is what it was. Four thousand one hundred and forty dollars raised for Give Kids the World. That was awesome. All right, Corey, what about yours? What's your favorite thing? Uh, mine is, uh, it's called DropCam. It's pretty much a, it's a plug-and-play video camera for your house or office. And it connects, Amazing. And it connects to your Wi-Fi, and you, there's also an app, and you can kind of check out your, whatever room you're recording on your app. And I need to tell you why we got it. Um, yeah, tell us. Well, the reason why, it wasn't really for security. It was because we have a little Ferris man who likes to... One morning we woke up and our entire new furniture was covered in cornmeal. So, so, it's a yes. whole bag. So I have a drop cam in the kitchen and what you can do, you can like outline certain areas of the kitchen and in certain times of the day. So between 8.30 and 9 a.m. or 8 a.m., if that pantry door opens, I get an alert on my phone. <laughs> yes. So, drop cam. So, <laughs> drop cam. Let's go ahead and pick. I love drop cam, by the way. All right, here we go. This is the one. Hopefully, it'll be with somebody who has children that are wild and crazy. Let's see. Two, seven, four. Last three digits. Evelyn. Very good. Does it work in Canada? <laughs> you have to get, they don't have electricity. You know, get in the Canada. crank cam. So. Yeah, uh, Jenny Lynn, what was Teresa's? Okay, um, Teresa is going to be giving away a gift certificate to Skechers because Skechers is one of Teresa's favorite things. So much so that one time when we took a trip to one of these Diz meets. She stopped in one of the airport shops to buy a pair. She's one of those people. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with airport shopping, Teresa. <laughs> All right, sketchers it is. All right. Walk in Teresa's shoes. One hundred dollar gift certificate to Skechers. Zero three four. Last three digits. Zero three four. There we go. Now, Kathy Whirling's favorite thing for 2014, can anybody guess what it was? Nope. It was a Kerrig. Which is also a Kerrig, Kerrig coffee maker with little pods. Kerrig, Kerrig. It's Kerrig, whatever. But that's Kathy's favorite thing, a Kerrig. Somebody's, every year it's her favorite thing. It's also my favorite thing. I use mine like crazy, but it's not my favorite thing. Who today. misses their Keurig? Oh yeah. <laughs> we actually were selling Keurig to Kathy and Keith Dahlgren so much so that he ordered one while he was on the ship, so it would be home when Kathy got home. <laughs> Four nine seven. <laughs> I'll get out. That's hilarious. That's funny. That's funny. 
Well, now you have two. Now you have one for upstairs and downstairs. <laughs> oh, wow. What are the odds of that? Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. I really love You can send the other moment. one back. <laughs> it was fantastic. Let's... He, he only paid me $10 to pull on his ticket. Let's shoot back to you, Craig. What's your favorite thing? Um, I, I chose an Apple TV because everyone Yay. needs more. Yeah. Love my Apple TV. Yeah, awesome. So who gets an Apple TV? What's that? That's my number. Five, nine, six. What? That table. What is up? Wait, is it back here? Oh, well, yeah, there. Wow. That table. I'm going to tell you, some of you people are going to want to move back to that table in a little bit. You might want to fight for seats. We might want to shake those up a little more. That's awesome. All right, Dustin, what about you? Yeah, I'll keep mine pretty quick. I, I, uh, my favorite thing is the Philips Hue lights. Um, and these are smart uh, light bulbs that we actually have quite a few in the uh, studio for the podcast. Um, but this particular starter set is two Philips Hue Lux light bulbs. So they don't change color, but they dim up and down in brightness. And it also comes with the bridge to connect to your Wi-Fi. So just like Corey's drop cam, you can control your light bulbs with your phone. Yep. It's pretty cool. And I use that all the time, turning lights on and off, changing things, especially when you're traveling like this. And, and you can set up alarms and timers and all sorts of stuff. It's really, really cool. cool. So let's see. When the pantry door opens, turn all the kitchen lights red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zero, four, six. Yeah. Zero, four, six. Over here. Awesome. Aren't you the dad that did the aqua dunk and then I said, no, I'm not going to do it? No. That wasn't you. <laughs> I chickened out yesterday. Aww. I went up to do it. And then the little girl in front of me said, it hurt my back. And then I was like, I don't have a shirt on. I just have my swimsuit. So he said to come back and do it with a shirt on. So I didn't oh. get a boo-boo. So I'm going to do it today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we can have people there with cameras. <laughs> All right, uh, Kevin. My favorite thing is uh, I read about this company long before they ever started selling their merchandise. My favorite thing is a Shinola watch. Shinola watch is a company, it's Swiss movement in an American case in an American band, and they decided they wanted to make a watch that would rival the big guys at a much lower price point. And they took a map of the United States and decided which part of the United States needed the most industry. And they decided to open up their factory in Detroit to try and help help Detroit with their... Exactly. I think it's very cool. And... I had read about it and read about it, and we were in the Caribbean. We were in St. Thomas, and you know St. Thomas has one or two jewelry stores? <laughs> I happened to just walk into the one that sold, the only one that sold Shinola Watch, and I was talking to the gentleman, and he had just come back from the watch show in Geneva. 
they have where they introduce new products and things like that. And he said it was for five floors. And the first four floors were the big guys, Rolex, Patek Philippe, all the names you know. And he said you could walk through them, and it was a ghost town. At Shinola, there was a five-hour wait to get into the showroom. They are now selling them in more places. My favorite has a sort of vintage 1950s look. It's called the Runwell. Comes in three sizes. It comes in 36 centimeter for ladies. Comes in 41 if ladies or gentlemen like a, a mid-size watch. And it comes in a 47 millimeter size, which is a bit... If you're like Corey. It's a bit... Well, you can't see the shine Ella from space. Corey's you can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it does come in a, a bigger size. It's got a 1950s vintage look to it, and I'm giving away a $550 gift certificate for so you can go out and get your own Runwell. And let's see who gets a Shinola watch. Wait, before you say the number, one more thing. These, are, these watches are guaranteed for life, and their sort of tagline is, these watches are so good your grandchildren will give them to their children. Six, five, one. Six, five, one for a Shinola watch. All right. There we go. All right, so I'm going to give mine away next. I received my favorite thing last Christmas, and it blew me away when I got it. And every single day I use it, and every single day I love it. It is my TiVo Romeo 6 Plus Tuner. If you guys are not familiar with TiVo, TiVo is a DVR, a digital recording device, and the TiVo Romeo has six different tuners. You can record six shows at once. It's amazing I get any work done at all. (laughs) In order to use a TiVo, you have to have a subscription to TiVo. That's an extra cost. So I am also going to cover the cost of the subscription. You will get a lifetime subscription as well as the TiVo Romeo. Someone knows the value of that. Yeah. That is coming up next. TiVo Romeo with a lifetime subscription. TiVo will change the way you watch television. Trust me. Oh, if you don't have one, you'll never go back. You'll never be without it again. This is the one. Six. Three. Five. Six, three, five. Back here. Awesome. All right, now I have a surprise. Okay. I do not want to be outdone by Pete because Pete's is really good. good. Mine's very good. Pete's is like. Pete's is good. His is good. good. Dang, I don't have a coupon. So I'm going to give away a second prize. You're still not going to beat me. I'm still not going to beat you. The next one we're going to draw is for a six-night, seven-day Walt Disney World Magic Your Way Deluxe Dining Stay at a Deluxe Resort for four people. I'm getting my picture taken for that. <laughs> All Six right. Nights, deluxe Resort, Deluxe Dining, up to four people. Pressure. 
pressure, too much pressure, John. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Neither did I. Uh-oh. I know, I threw Kathleen a curve, too. Okay, I think this is it. This is it. Okay. Blame Jody. <laughs> Seven. Zero. Hold on. Seven zero. Seven zero. Four. Oh. Where? Oh, yeah. uh, it's my girlfriend. I knew it was going to be you. Yay! Seven zero four. Great. She deserves it. Yeah. She deserves it. Yes. Yes. She deserves this. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. Now for mine. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. I'm going to draw the number first. No! <laughs> Too much pressure! No, because I want this particular experience. Before, when the winner is called, you have to come up and stand here with me. Why don't you stand over here? I'm serious. I'm not messing around. I'm so nervous. <laughs> it's a puppy. Here. <laughs> it's a guest spot in my next concert. Oh... Tryouts are today. I hope you're, yeah, tryouts are today, and I hope you're not tone deaf. <laughs> Too much pressure. Oh, I hate this. Let it be the right one. Come on, Jody. Let's, let's Jody go. is choosing your feet. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I can't. Okay, this is it. This is the one. Not, I'm not even close. You should. When you start, if you got the first number, stand up. Oh, yeah, let's do it like that. <laughs> And then sit down if it's nice. Yeah, let's do that. That's fine. We want to see your misery. <laughs> we want to see your disappointment. All right, everybody stand up. Stand up. Everybody up. Everybody up. Who knew Ariel was this cruel? <laughs> I like this. I like it. This is fun. Okay. I'm going to read the first number. If you don't have it, sit down. Zero. No. Because these are the last three digits. Last three digits. So if you're... Everybody stand back up. Stand back up. We haven't had enough coffee. This is very confusing. All of them, all of them start with 0144. Okay? All of them start with 0144. Right? Yes. Okay. Zero. It's all, it's all good, dear. This is good. It's all good. Six. Nine. <laughs> Who is it? Zero six nine. You're not here. Oh, if zero six nine so is funny. in here, man, this is a bad day for them. Did you go to the bathroom? Did they go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Going once. Zero six nine. I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, Going twice. <laughs> Everybody up. <laughs> I'm going to hate themselves tomorrow. No, I didn't. <laughs> he made up the first number. It's not real. It's a bad day to sleep in. Here it is. It's right here. This is the one. Here it is. You said that about the last one. <laughs> <laughs> they had to go to the bathroom. It's a bad time. Last three digits. One. 
The faces are hilarious. <laughs> Nine. Three. <laughs> One, nine, three. We have it. <laughs> come on up, come around this way. I think they did. Just watch the, uh, watch the camera. Just stand right over here by Kevin. Congratulations, my friend. Congratulations. Right here in front of me. Who are you? I'm Bill Bond. Well, Bill. You know, I had an interesting year. I had an interesting year. There were a lot of favorite things for me this year. Um, pretty much anything Kevin does is like become my favorite thing. You know, Kevin turned me on to Coach, so I got into Coach bags. Kevin turned me on to Shinola watches. I've got five of them now. <laughs> Kevin turned me on to Louis Vuitton, which I love Louis Vuitton now. It's not Louis Vuitton. <laughs> But <laughs> the thing that Kevin did that turned me on the most this year <laughs> an Adventures by Disney trip to Italy. going to go to you're going to do the trip I am dying to do you are going to go to Tuscany you are going to go to Florence you are going to go to Capri you are going to see Pompeii this is an Adventures by Disney trip for two valued at $11,000 Merry Christmas and ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you so much.